Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Ah, uh, yes. Welcome to the We Got the Chocolates podcast. It's the sports podcast for the non professionals. If you tried really hard to be good at sport, but never quite nailed it, you're in good company. Check out these less than marvellous bits coming up. You can't be the best fielder in Queensland when you're four foot nine, Lethal. Well, you can if they hit him lower. <laughs> so I would say that it's come from Jim, but um, he does like recycling jokes, so... <laughs> <laughs> These two psychopaths have hit 81 runs. And now over to Lee, Sam and Mitch with the marvellous We Got The Chocolates podcast. Alright, hello, hello, hello and welcome to another episode of the We Got The Chocolates podcast. Sorry, my medallion just hit me microphone there. It is episode 63 uh, and um, how's your medallion on as well over there? I do. It looks very similar to yours actually. Absolutely. Mitch, welcome. You don't have a medallion? Lethal. No, I don't. So Thanks there was a few lovely. spares actually. Quite a few people got one. You should have probably lined up. There's <laughs> 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 plenty there. And maybe if you helped out and ran drinks for us, you might have got one. Uh, yeah, that's right. That's exactly, Skin. Now, speaking of drinks, uh, I was sledged again yesterday. Kendall Fleming, um, did you get the alchemy beverages at drinks there? And the answer was unfortunately no, but we have got the Alchemy Beverages with us tonight, and I've tried a new thing tonight, Skin On, um, and you tried a new thing yep. unintentionally, Yeah, <laughs> I, was, better. I was horribly pranked yet again, sure, yeah. man. Yeah, but I've gone, for the, um, I've gone for the white chocolate coffee tonight. Which oh, is, yeah. yeah, so just regular flat white, add eight ounces of white chocolate. Eight ounces? I'm pretty sure that's what I said. No, no? Okay. that can't be No, right. no, no, it's add 15 milliliters to an eight, eight ounce of coffee. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> that's <laughs> that would be Please bad. don't follow my cooking yeah. instructions. Uh, but yeah, delightful. Yeah, I've got the orange and lemon cordial, which is lovely. All right, tell yeah. us the prank story, Skinner. Yeah, well, that's I thought I was getting an orange and lemon cordial or whatever it was. That's what I was expecting. That's what I was told you were making me. Um, and it looked, uh, I came out and it looked plain, like it just looked like clear soda water, which I hate with a passion, so I was <laughs> devastated. Um, so I've started blowing up at you and then you convinced me, no, 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 it's just a, it's a different flavour, it's, it's fine, there's cordial in there, it's just a different flavour, it's all good, so I've gone to take a sip of it, had a nice deep inhale and been met with some sort of chilli powder <laughs> got into a coughing fit immediately. So, yeah, uh, thanks for that, Lethal. It's though. actually quite delicious, to be fair. It's just that I put a lot more in yours than what you meant to. Yeah, so you right had the right chilli the chili yeah. cordial. Chili yeah, there's flavor. a chilli-flavoured cordial. Yeah. 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 I've, I've figured out a trick. As long as you 
breathe in before you sip and then don't breathe again while your mouth is near the cup. You're fine. It's <laughs> 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 a brilliant life hack. That's excellent. Actually, it ends up tasting well. <laughs> if you are a new listener, full disclosure, uh, there'll be a little bit too much cricket chat on this particular episode because myself, Sam and Mitch, we do all play for the Redlands Tigers Cricket Club. Uh, and we had a day out yesterday, really, where we won our first flag, certainly together has. It's, I think, your second flag that you've won. That's um, right, yeah. Remember, I won those three in Adelaide. I haven't mentioned that. But uh, when I lived in Adelaide, we won three for West Torrens yep. in the one year. Yeah, but then this was my first flag for Redlands ever. So uh, so it was quite an exciting day. And we are going to obviously recap it. A few people actually asked us to. A few people asked us not to as well, but we ignored them. Yep. Um, <laughs> so Most of the Norse boys. Yeah. <laughs> That's, right. That's exactly right. So uh, so we, we will have to go through quite a bit of that. But has you had a couple of stories that have come out of the week, actually, that you wanted to discuss first before we get cracking into that, don't you? Yeah. I don't know if you guys have looked at our logo recently. We've had the same logo for quite a while now, but it's got the caricatures of the three of us on there. Um, there was a couple of things I, I just wanted to point out. I was looking and I saw that in skins, in his teeth, one tooth is way out of position. Like one, one of the teeth there is a lot higher than the rest. I don't know. What is do that mean, is that a mistake or is that actually the way your tooth <laughs> is in your mouth there? Can you give us a smile? Surely that's a mistake. Isn't it? That's no, that's high, spot on. That's a high tooth. Oh, no, that tooth is way a, above the rest. That's a genuine six-week suspension. It's a high <laughs> tooth. That is a high As tooth. Please, I've spent six grand on braces. <laughs> <laughs> what did they do with that one? Now, obviously, they just did they give you a discount for they didn't fix one tooth? What's that? I, I, I don't know if it's as exaggerated as it looks in this caricature. <laughs> okay, oh, it's right, pretty well, close. <laughs> it's reasonably accurate, though. And well, it also looks like you're trying to copy some of the Penrith Panthers players with the bl- blonde hair there. You've, uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Quite light yeah, on top. Hair was that blonde? Yeah, I don't, oh yeah, maybe it was at the time when I'd gone the full army cut, but yeah, it's certainly not at the moment. I don't think. Yeah, just that thumbs long too. I think we brought that up before, but that is a long yeah, thumb. Yeah, I'm not sure what my hands are doing, eh? But. They were holding a falafel wrap. Falafel wrap. <laughs> Surely someone else can cop some idiot lethal. I think the other accurate feature here is your arms. Have you noticed how the diameter is about four millimetres? <laughs> That's a mistake. They sent, they sent through an apology about that. Oh, they right, said okay. your arms were, weren't going to fit in the logo if we made them scaled to size. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, so they did have to shrink them down. Okay, right. Yeah. And I got a couple of like hairs out of place there. The yeah, there's a couple of random hairs, Has You don't actually have that in real life. Oh, sometimes, moment. maybe, but yeah. There's and no greys, Has. Yeah, no greys. Greys <laughs> wouldn't have got in terms of accuracy. That yeah, they got to do that. And uh, one more thing. I don't know if you guys saw, but on our group email account, we got sent. We just recently set up a, a bank account, and oh, yeah. the bank sent us through an email. Yeah. And it was, uh, it was actually... You know, sent to me. I'm, I must be the most important one out of the three of us. I don't. I don't know why. Well, like I didn't say I was or anything. They just must have assumed I was the important one. Unfortunately, they didn't actually get my whole name right for some reason. It just said in the email, "Dear Zlet." <laughs> yeah, I saw this. I was stuck was trying to figure out to all of us. Is that like a letter to all of us and it just said, Dears Let? Yeah, yeah. So it got sent to all three of us and said, Dears Let. And I was trying to work out who the heck Zlet was. First name uh, Has, second name Zlet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Turned out the end of Has's last name. <laughs> but I don't understand how they've got a first name out of the end of I someone's no last idea. name. I don't know either. Dears Let. It's a good nickname. It's a new nickname for Has. Zlet. 
we have we won't be letting Nick go with that one. Yeah, I reckon that's, that's all right. I'm happy for that. <laughs> no negative connotation there. It's all right. <laughs> no, that's true actually. Um, but skin, I've got a reasonably sore head. I'll be honest with you. Uh, so if you could take over from this point, um, yeah, that okay. would be much appreciated. Sure thing. Self-inflicted mental. sore head. I have to let you know. But um, right, that's why we're getting the cordials in yeah. today. The genuine yeah, cordials right. from alchemy. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, right. Bit too much celebrating. I take it. But um, yeah, I think it would be it would be remiss of us to to not talk about. Uh, the grand final in a bit more detail for any longer lethal so how about you start us off obviously you've got the win um, and I think you've got a little bit of audio for us too and when the roar goes up folks you'll hear it at home it'll rock the fine china in your cabinets excellent commentary isn't it it's going to be loud they're a very proud bunch at Redlands they're one run away from glory one run has it on strike seal it up it's let on strike it's let <laughs> <laughs> Cheer. Yeah, it's got some serious hang time. Yeah, it's good, didn't yeah. it? It is a good rule. They're probably waiting for me to celebrate. I probably should have given them a bit more, but yeah, yeah we, I true. got a bit of abuse for because yeah, we we didn't show much emotion, but it was hard. Like I was telling Haz, can you hit one over the fence so we got something yeah. exciting? And, we, <laughs> and then he just like nudged a single to fine leg. I was like, well, I can't run down to him. I'll get run out, which would be a really <laughs> poor way to go. Yeah, that's true. Um, so yeah, did that, it was a bit of an anticlimax with the single, but still appreciated by the sideline, obviously. Yeah, yeah, plenty of audio from the sideline. I was in there somewhere, although maybe down on the hill, I think, at that stage, so probably didn't contribute too much. And our podcast got a mention in the commentary. His own podcast as well. Yes, he does. We got the chocolates. Yep. Along with his co-host and teammate, Sam Hazlitt. Very successful podcast. Very. <laughs> I feel like that's also slightly over the top. <laughs> successful podcast. I'm happy with it, but it's slightly misleading. But um, yeah, I'm not sure. Skinnled, obviously, they've never heard you speak. So yeah, that's true. They could have yeah. listened to any one of the 62 episodes we've done and still not heard you yeah, speak. Probably, so it's probably fair. Yeah, maybe they don't know. Yeah, we can't really blame them for that. Fair enough. That is true. Um, but yeah, yeah, more more commentary. Obviously, uh, has ended up making quite a few runs, and at one stage, Simon Malenko was making runs uh, very rapidly and there's some good commentary here about that yeah this is a great this is great commentary actually oh no all they do is just look and wonder and go gosh golly what is happening out here (laughs) again let's just do a quick time out and have a check in what's going on these two psychopaths (laughs) have hit 81 runs of 40 deliveries between the two of them the psychopath has. I think I might have been going just over a tick, a tick over a runner ball. Yeah, um, yeah. I was going to say, didn't really end up with eighty or thirty-eight or something. Yeah, so, yeah. what was your contribution? Yeah. No, it was well, nice has, watching from As went quickly at the start, but then Millie pretty much just faced most of the balls. But you were just playing regular shots, really. Yeah, you? just trying to hit normal cricket shots. I uh, got Millie lucky was, a couple of times on AB short boundaries, quick outfield. It was nice, but Millie was. Taking them on, hitting sixes left, right, and center. So Millie went nice. the full definition of an ambush attack. Yeah, just went out and two for twelve, and losing the wicket of Pearson, and then Lavishane. Yeah. He probably got, most people are going might just knock it around for a bit here. Yeah. <laughs> so he got to about forty, and he said, "Has I can't run anymore. My back's gone. You're gonna have to hang around and anchor the innings for us." And I'm like, "All right." No worries. Doesn't, doesn't change my plan at all. <laughs> That's exactly right. Um, and then yeah, so has made plenty. Millie made. Plenty and lethal also made quite a few runs, but um, ninety-two, ninety, 
93. Don't sell them short. And if you would run a bit harder when I hit him, then well, would have got 100. I cost you that, didn't I? Sorry. As soon as Has hits him, he's out the gates like an absolute bull just going rapidos. And then I hit him. No run, mate. I need a rest. But yeah, no, Lethal, your runs sort of flew under the radar a little bit. Didn't get a mention in the career mail at all. But something that something that has been. Not one highlight in the highlights package either. Yeah, it was, the, yeah, it was a real quiet little 93, was it? Just nudged him around. But something that did get a little bit of attention is you managed to get some proper leather poisoning in the field uh, and punched three catches, yeah. at least. But at mid-wicket, you've really got to be sharp. And unfortunately, on that occasion, it wasn't an easy catch, but in finals, those those are the ones you do want to try and hold, particularly, particularly when it's, you know, the Australian test opener at the crease. I think it's Drennan as well, and Duels mentioned earlier that he's normally the keeper. Um, and Duels mentioned like, you know, where can they have him in the field? So nowhere. I went to deep backward square and still managed to spill one. The funniest thing was that shortly after that, I went down to Long On and Ian Healy name drop. Uh, he yelled out to me and went, "Lee, Lee, are you any good at this?" And I was like, "What building?" He's like, "Yeah." Like, nah, I've spilt one already. <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> and then little was, I don't know, it was going to get a lot worse. You'd be really disappointed, though, because you, you back yourself in the field. You love That's it, true. don't you? That's true. You do rave yeah. about your fielding. You've told me, maybe even on the podcast, that you're the best fielder in the club, which I blew up at yeah. Lux, cause I No, well, yeah, I am. Well, so, not. I mean, that's why, it's, definitely that's not. why it was a bad day. The crowd yeah. got you. You're the worst yeah. fielder at the table. You're certainly not the best at the club. Well, <laughs> I think easily I would be in the – I've said before that I'm top three fielders in Queensland. So I've let myself down significantly yeah, yesterday, that's for, that's for sure. But I'd still say I'm in the top. You're the top three at the table, sure. Yeah. I'm in the top five still. Best in Queensland. No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was right, another drop. Yeah, give well. us the second drop, Kat. Won't take the strike, but they've also got a few oh, guys. That's big, that. That is... Drenning getting round. Oh. Just over the fence. Drenning getting round. Other people wouldn't have We'll have to it. knock down that load-bearing post there that's holding up the Stewie Law stand because it's obstructed our view of... Uh, what was almost a dismissal and turned out to be a wonderful six. Yeah, just got over by about a metre. Um, picked out the smallest fielder on the field in Leedra <laughs> down there. That's your issue. You can't be the best fielder in Queensland when you're four foot nine, Lethal. Well, you can if they hit them lower. Harsh <laughs> <laughs> from Jack Clayton. There. Yeah, very harsh from Jack Clayton, actually. And then I've got another one. And he's picked that up. That could be a chance. Oh, yeah, great effort by Drennan on the boundary there. I think he's palmed that over for six. <laughs> Exactly what happened. Yeah, the worst part was that I've dropped three and also parried two of them over the bar for yeah. six runs. <laughs> great effort Not compared to your previous efforts, <laughs> but still, still. Yeah. It's a great effort from Brennan, but still six because yeah. he stinks. <laughs> um, and what was quite funny was I was I was on the hill at that point. You were at what square leg or something, and, and mm. Marnus was fielding at cow corner. Yeah, um, and we were we were a bunch of third and bloody fourth and fifth graders sitting there thinking, wow, that was a great effort. You know, he got really close there. We'd be we'd be so happy with that. And Marnus was right in front of us just absolutely fuming like he just dropped a soda, just locked yeah. in. Should have been, should yeah, have been a genuine was, wicket. He was proper fuming. Not happy. Yeah. <laughs> no. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. 
go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Speaking of, Manus. Hey, boys. How are we? Oh, very well, mate. Very, very well. We're wearing our medallions, actually. We've gone full silverware episode here, episode 63, so that's pretty exciting. Lovely. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Now, Martin, there's just a couple of questions that we wanted to ask you because you participated in uh, in some of the great scenes yesterday, really. Uh, first of all, I was wondering, can you tell us, does Jimmy Pearson, we've given him a lot of credit for bringing in uh, the word ambush into our vocabulary in cricket this particular season. Does he deserve credit for that or is that stolen from someone else? Oh, look, I, I don't know where he's heard that. So that was um, being around the boys. That was the first time I've heard sort of the ambush uh, used in that context. Okay. So I would say that it's come from Jim, but um, he does like recycling jokes. So, <laughs> and, and look, I'm a massive recycler too. So um, <laughs> that's good, man. So, yeah. the environment, save yeah. the planet. Yeah. <laughs> you said yesterday that you've actually participated in one of the great ambushes of your own player. Can you explain that to us? To give you some background, you know, I've probably played. Eight years now at Redlands, probably actually no, probably like eleven years at Redlands, and and we we've had some pretty flamboyant batting lineups in the past with the likes of Greg Muller, Jimmy Pearson, Sam Hazlitt, Alex Kemp, Simon Malenko, Ryan Lalu. You know, so with all those names, you, you don't you don't go, geez, they're going to really anchor the innings. Um, <laughs> you know, so over the last let's say probably eight years of first grade of of being the one that has to anchor the innings. So I always feel like, you know, I've got to lock in, you know, the other boys get to play the flashy shots and, <laughs> you know, get on with the game. I've got, I've got many examples of that, but so unintentionally, I think uh, we, we ambushed uh, has this weekend that kind of said, look, mate, you got to do the hard yards today because um, we were two for 12 after about two overs. Um, Jimmy Pearson trying to hit one over the – into the car park over cover and uh, and then I tried to hit one uh, into the dog track over mid-wicket and then, uh, yeah, that's two for 12. Um, and then obviously Sam Malenko came to the crease and uh, hit his first ball for six. So yeah, that pretty yeah. much was the icing on the cake, I reckon. It was like, well, has you asked about three today. So, uh, we we almost forced Has to get a runner ball hundred, really um, yeah. which it, which is a little bit out of his um, sort of character. He likes to go a little bit more than a run ball. At the end of the game, man, he actually said to me, "We were walking off after we'd won," and and Hazlitt goes, oh, "Geez, that innings was long. I don't want to have to grind." <laughs> Shark says that wasn't even a grind. That was like you just, you just call freely. Yeah. Wait till this weekend. The, yeah, that's right. Back to two day cricket. The funniest part, man, I think, of that obviously, obviously, I'm sure you would have liked to get more runs, and we would definitely have loved to watch you bat. But I did find it quite amusing that when you came off, you and Jimmy just had a fight with each other about whose shot was worse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, I, I think. A collective, I think, would say that 
it's probably mine just because it went over point. I didn't even see where it went. I was searching <laughs> for the ball. So, yeah, I think I'll probably take the, the, the winner there as the, the worst shot of of the two of us. I mean, the thing is, Jimmy's been batting really well. So I think his was more of a, like, geez, he's batting really well. And he just, you know, when you hit the ball well, you, you almost nick those more than you miss them. You know, it came off 130 the day before. So where mine was probably a little bit more ambitious and tried to uh, sort of take it to him where I probably could have just, uh, like you said, did the Hazlitt roll. He wasn't quite the fastest pace bowl you've ever faced, but I think you've earned, you've earned nah. the right to uh, play a couple more of those shots if you want, mate. But no, but nah, like you said, man, nah. sometimes you just got to tip your hat to the bowler, don't you? Yeah, sometimes you get a good one. I said that. <laughs> yeah, sometimes, sometimes you just get a good one early and you have to go, well, you know, you just got the better of me. <laughs> That's right, man. Now, I also wanted to get your thoughts. Me and Mitch have actually picked up on something about Sam Hazlitt that you also found out yesterday, and that is that He's a very awkward guy to compliment. Um, and what I mean by that is that he can't take a compliment without also giving a compliment in return. <laughs> and, man, you have an example of that from yesterday, don't you? No. Well, yesterday, you know, because obviously I've seen Sam Bat for the majority of, well, pretty much you've been playing first grade together since we both sort of debuted around the same time. And, um, you know, I've seen Hasbat in some pretty flamboyant ways, you know, playing shots taking the game on and I really probably have never seen has bat in it in this sort of manner and closed the game out so I was very impressed by the way he went about it especially big occasion you know big game and um and you close the game out so I'm coming off in the change room and I think I said to him before you know well about it but like I actually took sort of an extra moment and said no nah, seriously you know has that was a, that was a really like I was a very very good knock like you've had it really well and he goes, oh, thanks, man. Um, you bowled well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I bowled well. I was like, oh, look, guys, you don't need to give me a compliment, mate. Like, I, don't, I don't need the compliment. I, I, I understand that I didn't bat very well. <laughs> like 10 overs, 10 overs, none for 49. You know, it's steady at best. <laughs> it's, not, it's not like I took five. I, I, I ravished through them with a like four for or something. <laughs> you know? hey, less than five and over on that wicket. That's, that's pretty good. Yeah, I, no, I mean, I can always say good fielding to you if I wanted to, but, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, I didn't really. Good intensity is probably the, the token comment. Yeah, you brought a lot of intensity to our team. Yeah, I wish you had a swap fielding position with me it just kept following me Jeez, I'd say, I tried I tried <laughs> I tried I moved to short mid-wicket and then he hit it to long on I know oh it's devastating so you dropped one at short mid-wicket and I was like oh right well that, that was toughy anyway so I went in there I was like oh maybe I'll chip one up no, long on. Then you know our shortest guy on the team's doing it long on, <laughs> and you know needs the step ladder to get up to get a the little chess mark. Yeah, <laughs> over the bar again. Six rounds. That was the worst thing. My two drops cost us twelve runs. Yeah, that that yeah that that sting. <laughs> no, it's very good, boys. No, um, it was, it was a class win for the boys, and it's. You know, as we're saying, it's an early dangler. That's right, man. That's exactly right. Well, we appreciate your time tonight, man. And uh, we know you've got a lot of cricket coming up over a very busy summer. So uh, best of luck for the next game that you play, man. Yeah, it'll be on Saturday, mate, at Redlands. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, okay. Yes, we'll see you there then. <laughs> <laughs> see you, boys. See you, mate. See you, mate. Thanks, man. 
Now, guys, uh, we played against Wes on the weekend uh, in first and second grade. Now, this is said all the time. It's probably an overused buzz phrase, actually, sports buzz phrase. It's like, I saw the biggest six of all time on the weekend. Everyone always says that that's the biggest six I've ever seen. Like, <laughs> I probably say that about my own sixes. That's the biggest six ever. It's like, obviously not. It crept over the boundary yeah. rope. But James Basley on the weekend actually did hit the biggest six I've ever seen. Oh, it was a monster. But basically, it was off Blake Edwards, who's a great man, and he came off at, at the end of the innings or the end of the day's play and said, this is going to be all over the podcast and all over that stumps and blah, blah, blah. And um, I sort of thought, well, yeah, it is. But we should give you the chance to actually tell the story from your point of view. Okay, yeah, happily. <laughs> <laughs> now, Blake, I've actually got, I've actually got, I'm hoping you can hear this, but there's audio just so you can hear, uh, just to get you back in the, I guess, in the storytelling mood here. The running part is my yeah. favourite. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I heard that sounded good off the bat, didn't it? Yeah, it, it did. did. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and then Simon Malenko yells out "run them," yeah. and at once Blake's finished the story. I think you'd know that there was no need to run them. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess um, I think it was Jim. Jim and Bays were in. They had a pretty good partnership going, and we, I don't know we thought we had to do something, change it up a bit. So that involved me coming around the wicket and trying to bowl a few bounces, which did absolutely nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Bays hit me into the next suburb. So. But the yeah, first, the first shot he played up. maybe gave you a bit of confidence. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it was. It wasn't as convincing. We thought we were maybe in the game there, but went that for, was um, yeah. Went for six, but it was um, went for six, but it was a top edge. So he went again, yeah. and right. the, the funniest part was Blake um, Brendan Doggett was saying that he was standing at mid on after the first one went for six and gone. Nah, he'd be scared. Like he top edged it. He's not going to play yeah. it again. So just keep bowling it. Yeah, I think he, he knew it was coming. So he well and truly got the better of me with that ball. And for those for those who know the West sort of set up, the ground set up there, where did the ball finish up? Can you tell us? Um, across the other field in the toilet block. <laughs> yeah, no right. no exaggeration. There was a guy near the croquet club going <laughs> to the toilet that picked up the ball and had to relay throw it three times back to get it back to Blake to, to bowl it again. But it wasn't it wasn't an entirely bad day for Blake. He actually did get the better of Has. Yeah, yeah, I did. And the funniest thing was that then Has went home and got sprayed by his dad for getting out to that particular shot. <laughs> <laughs> he made up for it yesterday. Yeah, that's right. Well, yeah, that was. Can't a complain with that. No, that is very yeah, true. true. That's true indeed. No, <laughs> Blake, we just found that we found that quite humorous that your your main reason for being flat about being hit for six was just the fact that you didn't want it to be on the podcast <laughs> anywhere else that it could be seen. It'll feature you, I'm sure, Monday Maximums or something. We'll get posted. It'll be great too. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. right. Exactly, mate. But no, yeah. yeah. A good hit. A good hit. Okay. Awesome, mate. Well, um, we appreciate you coming on, Blake. That's for sure. It won't be your last appearance on the podcast. You've, uh, we'll get you on for a much longer segment next time, mate. No worries. Good luck with the uh, Queensland Bulls for the rest of the season when you get your, your next opportunity to play in the 11 there. Thank you, Sam. Hopefully I'm playing alongside you. That'd be great. Lovely. That'd be great. Nice. Awesome. Thanks, Blake. Easy, guys. Have a good one. Now, boys, one thing that people might be able to relate to, certainly people that play cricket, as you know, not always the most entertaining sport. However, when Haz was batting the other day and he scored, <laughs> we did that thing where he got out, tried to hit one for six at... 1.15 in the afternoon for 127, yep. you know, that day. Yeah, yep. uh, Has came off the field, and the next two batters also batted for a long time. I was next in to bat. So I think it was Jimmy Pearce and Liam Smith were batting. Yep. And uh, and you do get in a state, don't you, Has, sometimes when, when your team's going really well where you're actually sort of 
starting to like look for things to entertain you or looking for ways to keep yourself occupied. I'm sure you've experienced that at times, Skinner. You know, yeah. getting yeah. bowled out for 80. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Every now and then. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so I've actually got someone on the phone for me here, guys. He's a, uh, he's a gun cricketer, actually. Young guy that you'll both know well. Plays for Redlands Tigers. His name is Jack Sinfield. Jack, have we got you on the phone there? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Now, uh, Jack is obviously a very, very good cricketer in his own right. However, he bats at the moment in our first grade team slightly lower. So he's down at number eight. Uh, so obviously I was at four next to go in. So Jack's probably got a while to go. So he's pretty chilled out. He's got his phone out. Jack, how did you manage to keep us entertained while I was next into bat? Yeah, look, lots of pad rash and lots of watching cricket. So there's certainly uh, some, some rare ways that we try and pass the time. And one of them was looking up some of the players in our team's net worths. <laughs> okay, that's correct. And I bet you can guess which player in particular we tried to look up. <laughs> yeah, look, um, a man by the name of, of Sam Hazlitt. Uh, and, yeah, we found some, some startling evidence. Uh, I think it was celebnetworth.com. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so often, uh, often associated with just American celebrities, but it yeah. actually had Sam Hazlitt's net worth oh, on there. I mean, I'm, well. I'm interested to see what they say because I, I don't even know what it is, but I was, I was if they do it, that's good. It saves we, me time figuring yeah, it out. We, and what was the success like, Jack, with the, in terms of the search? Because we were obviously very intrigued. We'd, we certainly know that Haz is like certainly wealthy. There's never been any issues of that. And that obviously came from a young age from his ability to be able to steal shampoo and conditioner and overpay for it from hotels he stayed in. So we were always pretty aware that he was quite wealthy. But what did you find out, Sydney? <laughs> Yeah, look, the wealth's undisputed, that's that's for sure. Um, and uh, much like any other American celebrity, it had the bio, the rundown of the of the life's accomplishments. Um, and it also had... Uh, Short list. While net worth was an undisclosed amount, it had an estimate value, and that was from uh, $15 to $20 million. $15 wow. to $20 million oh, has. Going all right. Oh, I'm sorry to... Sorry. How did they say that, that I made that money? Because I'm, so, I'm, I'm sorry to break it to you, Sydney, but there's not that much money in cricket, unfortunately. <laughs> Don't talk to Sydney out of play cricket. you stick with the cricket, by the way, we need you. Um, <laughs> it has took you out of it. 15, 20 mil. I mean, you can't really argue with a certified American yeah, yeah, celeb- yeah, celebrity. Yeah, celebrity. They would have done their homework. Yeah, that's right. I just had my own like perfume range and clothing line, and maybe, maybe. Yeah. All right, Cindy. Well, the, you've uh, you've actually done me a great service here because I'm about to put has on the lie detector test. Now, the number just to confirm, fifteen to twenty, I believe. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Between fifteen to twenty million. So, right, mate. Um, now, has I want to get to the bottom of this because I mean, if you're sitting on a gold mine, I feel like us two, myself and Mitch, as yeah. your fellow partners. Really changes the podcast, but it changes the podcast. <laughs> I mean, we were blowing up last week about having to pay double for a longer episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that really changes things slightly. So, uh, has what I have here is actually a lie detector. Now, obviously, it's one of the more reliable ones on the market, and uh, I searched high and wide to make sure that I did find one that was going to be valuable. Okay, so the way that I want to obviously test it, Mitch, I thought if I start with you. Oh. I feel like that way we can sort of just prove to Haz that it is most certainly uh, telling the truth. So, Mitch, uh, let's just ask you like a really, really simple question. Do you have two siblings? Uh, yes. Okay, and scan away there and we'll just make sure that you're telling the truth. What am I doing? Just stick my hand on yeah, it. Yeah, stick your hand on it. Let it scan. And that appears to be... Is it saying anything on your screen? 
True. True. Well done, Skin. Yeah, yeah, Very lovely. impressive. Okay. Now what I want you to try and do, just so we can prove the validity yeah. of it again, is I want you to deliberately lie. Oh, okay. Okay. So, for example, are you freshly shaven this evening, Skin? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Scanning. Will it know that you're lying? It's an obvious lie. He has serious yeah, yeah. beard growth. Yeah, it's a ridiculous forestation, actually, that's happening there. And uh, that has detected it as a lie skin. So, has have I convinced you that this is a very, very reliable app? Look, it seems to work very well. I had yeah, my yeah. doubts, but it's going well. But this lie detector is very impressive. Okay, well, Jack told us, has that you, your net worth is in the vicinity of 15 to $20 million. How do you respond? Would you say that that is correct or incorrect? Incorrect. Incorrect. Hmm. Let's see how we go here, Has. Scan yourself in there. And it appears that... Uh, what do you think it's getting? Do you reckon? I would have thought it would be incorrect as well. Um, you think that's too doing, doing low or too high? Oh, it's too high. Doing <laughs> it's, it's, oh, okay. a oh, it's a lie. It's a lie. Why the f*** you lying? Why you always lying? Oh my God! Stop fucking lying! Hey, this is a great result for me. I'm so happy it's a lie. Look at the money now, Jack. Are you still with us, mate? I am. He does indeed have 15 to 20 million dollars laying around at his house under a mattress. So your research was correct. Yeah, there you go, boys. Good news. So how's the American celeb website doesn't. Oh. Yep, never lies about Australian cricketers, the American celeb website. <laughs> was, it, was it US dollars or Australian dollars? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Brilliant. No, it could be worth more. Yeah, that's right. Oh, Jack, we appreciate you bringing this knowledge. I feel like uh, we need to have that sort of truth serum on the podcast between our members, so I'm glad that you've brought it to our attention. Thanks, Matt. No, no problem, boys. Cheers. Has you unbelievably wealthy bastard. How <laughs> <laughs> have you kept that a secret for 62 uh, episodes? Has that, come on. That is ridiculous, honestly. <laughs> All right, everyone. We have a guest in studio with us, a very special guest. She is, in fact, a friend of the show, officially recognised. Asking for a friend. Yana, welcome back to Hello. the We Got the Chocolates studio. Thanks for having me. No worries. Thanks for being here. And obviously, you're welcome for these medallions that we're wearing as well. Oh, I'm just, yeah. It's just glaringly obvious that skin doesn't have one, unfortunately. Yeah, but na- neither do me. I. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. it's 50-50 so, so it's here. Two on two. It's yeah, like a okay. doubles game of yeah. badminton. And we're losing. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly right. Now, the segment, Yana, that you check in for is asking for a friend. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have indeed put that up on social media today. And has we actually got a reply, didn't we? We did. Oh, multiple replies. Lots of replies. Yeah. Hundreds. We're so popular. (laughs) (laughs) But but one in particular that we did want to raise with you. Yes. So, uh, Luke Feldman. He uh, is asking for a friend. He wants to know, why isn't spending 96 hours in the field allowed to be harder than a single day parenting two children? And he says that I've done both and there is no nap time at three for 270 in the 68th over. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Luke. Um, So you've done both, apparently. Um, I... I want to say, this is probably a generalization, but I want to say that you probably haven't done parenting for numerous days in a row. Unlike a cricket game, it's over either that day or if it's a three-day or a five-day or whatever, there's an end date. 
parenting, there is no end ever for the rest of ever, always. Oh, yeah. There's also nap time's great when your kid naps. Oh, yeah. And two kids is very difficult. I, I, I nannied for a while before I graduated from uni and then disregarded my degree altogether. <laughs> and I nannied two kids who were both under five and it was hell. And I'll tell you now, I've worked 12 plus hour shifts in a hospital and I've never been so tired in my life as when I was nannying those two kids. So I don't think it really yeah, right. gets on okay. par. It's also okay. always fun, I guess, to play cricket. Oh, not always. No? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that, the scorecard that Luke's reading out doesn't sound fun at all. But <laughs> <laughs> that exact I guess he doesn't choose to be about. there at least. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, it's, it's a right. choice. I yeah. guess with kids, you yeah. sort of make a choice to have a kid and then the kid's there and then you don't really get a choice to just yeah, opt out true. whenever yeah. you'd like. Yeah. I can't wait for his response because I'm sure he thought he probably checkmated you there and <laughs> thought, <laughs> no. thought he was right. But you no. know. Yeah. I'm sure he'll come back with something. I mean, That's on fine. behalf of his friend. Well, yeah, I'd love to have a conversation. We have to remember that it is he's asking for a friend. It's true. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Luke. So um, just gonna tell your on. friend <laughs> yeah. what I said. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, now, the next one, Yana, we actually need this visual aid for because uh, he's not really officially a friend of ours. Uh, his name is Tony Jones and he was oh, in the <laughs> he was he was in the media recently because he blew up about a video being showed and replayed and brought up again that he really wanted deleted from his history. And they played it on the footy show and he was like, I told you guys that if, if you play that again, I'm storming out. I'm not doing the show, blah, blah, blah. So he spat the dummy completely, which obviously captured my attention. I was like, what the heck is this video? Bless. Like, why is it so Bless incriminating? Um, essentially, what has happened in this video is that he has gone in for the kiss on the cheek as a thanks very much for your I services and been stiff-armed, really. And very oh, best wishes. Thank yeah, you. Beautiful. I'll miss you all too. Wish me like I'm going to need it. Yeah, well, I tell you, the Carlton supporters are very excited. Well, they should be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like that. Oh. <laughs> okay, good. This is going well. <laughs> You're funny. Oh. Um, so just what you... That, okay, that video yeah. physically hurts me. Every time I watch it and you know what's going to happen... It's the worst. Nah, yeah, it is great. It's it? quite horrible to look at. Was but it a kiss on the cheek or just a full kiss? Yeah, I don't know. That's true, actually. It was very... It, there was a lot of intent yeah, It's tough to tell with these angles of the camera. Yeah, you know, it's, it's true. 2D. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there was some real intent, though, to get up in a personal space, yeah. up in a grill. Yeah. Before COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Pre-COVID, yeah. Yeah. Pre-COVID, definitely. The reason that we brought it up is because we've actually had this conversation in an early podcast episode ages ago about we, we get confused at times between when you're our friends obviously get confused at times when you are meeting a girl for the first time as to what sort of handshake hug kiss on the cheek uh what are you what's your safest bet what are you best off actually going in with because it appears in that video kiss on the cheek was a very poor option or he well, might have just gone for the full-blown yeah. patch so yeah, that's, yeah. I feel I that that's what after. he was doing yeah. yeah and like reading this question i assumed it was like an introduction thing like you were coming up and saying hello in which case maybe so it's your kiss first on the cheek is fine. that's what i thought we were talking about but watching the video it's just it, mid conversation just jumps on it's in very and that's, uncomfortable. yeah that's yeah, not yeah, just after not she's okay. finished reading the weather which is really <laughs> read the room <laughs> honestly not, not the time no one's after a kiss after reading the weather so are we talking like the first time you meet yeah, this so, person? Yeah, we're going so away from that video now. If you're going first time you meet someone, I just want to hear from you because we we try to give each other education on it before. But in particular, like a girl or yeah, or girl. Like, like a first date type of thing. No, not even like just if, a girl if I see you, you and yeah, and you're so you and Matt are out, and you say 
Um, oh, and this is my friend. Sure. Beatrice. And it's yeah. the first. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's my friend's yeah. name. Uh, and that's the first time I've met her. What am I doing? Okay. So I think the biggest issue, and I know we're not necessarily talking about the video, but how we were just thinking, was he going for a full kiss or was he going for a kiss on the cheek? That's a massive issue with a kiss on the cheek, if that's your intent, because depending on how you come at it, it can get very uncomfortable. My general rule of thumb is if you don't know the person well, just a hug. A hug's fine. Okay. A hug's very neutral, general. Depends how you hug, obviously, but a, just a quick hug is perfect. Um, once you've sort of established a bit of a relationship with someone, a kiss on the cheek can be the go. Yeah. That's fine. A handshake's pretty formal, I'd say. Unless it's like a business meeting, a handshake kind of can come off a little bit yeah, cold. I feel like we said a handshake feels weird. Yeah, it, like a business meeting, obviously, you yeah. shake the hand. But yeah. I think just... Just a hug is very safe. Um, whatever you choose to do, please make your intentions known. Like it needs to be blatantly obvious to the other person because there is nothing worse than like going in for a handshake when someone's <laughs> yeah. going in for a hug this or exactly going for a kiss on the cheek when time. someone's going for a handshake. It's the worst. So whatever you do. Well, that's the scenario I'm yeah. trying to avoid from a person. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's so it's, much harder now yeah. in, uh, in an yeah. environment where – after a game of cricket, do you shake your hand normally? Do they go for the thumbs up, shake your hand? Do you, you go bump for the elbows elbow, yeah. or fists? Or yeah. There's so many different options. What, yeah. are, you, what are you yeah. doing? That is true. We had that yesterday. It was just, it was it's chaos. uncomfortable as, it hey? It's real chaos. It's the worst. Yeah. You just want to reciprocate. I think we should like start a challenge where we try and not match what the other person's doing <laughs> <laughs> in cricket. Like in oh. cricket, if they go for a handshake, we'll just go for like a high five or an elbow pass. Oh, <laughs> try and start that trend. But yeah, with meeting, meeting girls, I feel like, Hug. Hug. It's probably the way to Safe go. Safe as. Okay. Yeah. Safe bet. All right. Yeah. Happy with that. Um, now, the final one uh, that we were asking for a friend here, um, I'm not sure if you're aware because probably AFL is not something you're massively... Actually, um, disappointing for the Lions to go out in the prelims, but gosh, what a well-deserved Brownlow win for the number nine. Oh, Lucky oh, Neil. There we go. That's exactly right. That's some research right there. That's mm. impressive. Though. It's, yeah, you, do have the, points. you do have the notes app. Um, <laughs> just so you know, he... Um, he positions center in and around the ball. He's yes, <laughs> an on baller. That's correct. Very good. That's great That's knowledge. Um, You've really embraced your role in the We Got the Chocolates podcast here. Yep. You know, yep. More, you know more than me there. So. <laughs> That's all. That's all I had to say. What I did want to ask you about, though, I must say, uh, Jans, is that there was an article came out today that said, WAG brutally rejected Lockie Neal before becoming an AFL power couple. Right. And it talks about, it goes on to say, um, my wife, Jules, she's an amazing human being. He's giving credit to his wife, basically. Mm. Um, but then it says the first time, right, so a 21-year-old Julie had no interest. The first time I met Jules, I was 18. I asked Pav to introduce me to her. Neil told Perth now last year. He came back and said, she's not interested in an 18-year-old Harry Styles-looking oh. kid. <laughs> but Neil recovered from that One Direction insult and a few years later, he and Julie reconnected and sparks flew between the pair. Now, someone wrote into us using this article and yeah. saying there, as a person that also is incapable, like the opposite of Mitch, so not able to grow facial hair whatsoever. Essentially my husband, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> a great example. Yeah. 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 How do you make yourself more endearing uh, in that aesthetically, I guess, so that you look slightly older than a Harry Styles One Direction looking kid. Well, I guess the great news is that there's someone for everyone. So, like, Harry Styles is regarded as being, like, quite attractive to most people. His friend wasn't after your 12 
good. I like yeah, I get that. Okay, but yeah. Harry Styles still to date kind of looks the same as he did when he was 18. And that's yeah. that, you know, is attractive to a lot of people. But then you'll obviously always have a, a little group of people that's like, mm, that's not what I'm into. Yeah. I didn't realise the facial hair was the issue, but... No, I don't know if the facial hair was the issue. Because I can't grow any facial hair. Of course. I don't know. You've got like grey on the side, so has you all right. You look older. Oh, that makes you look older. I think the answer is what you have to do is you have to earn some money. If you earn good money, you can look like whatever you want. I don't think it'll ever hurt your chances. No, but in general, I think like as a rule of thumb, you're never going to be attractive to everybody that you meet. So some sometimes you'll be really into a girl. She might just not be into your looks and that's just the way it's going to be. And sometimes, like what happened to them, you'll meet each other again three years later and have matured and something clicks. But like... Once you're a professional footballer. Yeah, big yeah, just, it's yeah. just a coincidence. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as a general rule of thumb though, like I don't necessarily think you have to make yourself look older or younger. Just like good hygiene always really important <laughs> and yeah, a bit of grooming a little bit of skin. attention paid to one's appearance doesn't yeah. hurt would you say i'm the most attractive in the trio <laughs> do you want me to answer that <laughs> <laughs> i will oh yeah give us your order it can't hurt <laughs> <laughs> why don't you give it a guess oh, what do you reckon I my order i think i'm in three <laughs> <laughs> actually you take your hat off before she is his standing doesn't change yeah. well, you obviously don't like beards because your husband doesn't oh, like yeah. hair so skin or two has the one well worked out yeah. okay well done Lethal. and with that news are we happy to wrap up Yana's segment I think so it's been good very productive And that's all we've got time for this episode, guys. One of the great episodes, really, mainly just due to this medallion that we're still wearing, has it is the Redland flag tribute episode, really, uh, but some great stuff in there. If you are a new listener and episode 63 is one that you like, then we encourage you to go back and listen to a few. And if you could give us a rating uh, or a review on Apple or Spotify, wherever you choose to listen to your podcast, that would be much appreciated as well. Mitch, there's also a place where people can go to be in touch with us and to contribute things for the podcast, can't they? Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just jump on the website. We got the and send us. You can send us an email through there, or get on any of our social media links. Etc. So Perfect. please do. And if you want your own alchemy beverage, go to the Alchemy Cordials Australia website and use our code WGTC10 at the checkout. That's right. I was hoping that you were going to bring that call to action in house because then also if you want to use the heat cordial bottle as a prank, yeah. <laughs> that, that is a great very one to buy as well. It's very effective. And we'll get that video up on social media for your skin. Really appreciate it. Awesome. Thanks, guys. It's been a pleasure. We'll be back with you next Thursday at 7 a.m. Cheers. Stop Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 